Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Unnecessary appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. When I go to Subway, I ask for a water glass, and I always fill it with Fresca because I'm a monster. And on the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. No, don't shoot fire stick in space canoe. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, are you guys familiar with the cliche, it's a cliche because it's true? Well, that cliche about cliches being true has never been more true than right now with the cliche, the house always wins. Welcome mm. to Plotty Time. That's deep. Yeah, I got lost. Yeah. Everyone knows this is the plot. Actually, oh, guys, I went to a Brazilian steakhouse last night. Nice. And I'm still uncomfortable. It's been at least 20, almost 24 hours now. Hmm. Did they have the pineapple with cinnamon on it? No. uh, The dessert, it was like a fried plantain. Mm. Oh, those are always good. They they were pretty good. But (laughs) I don't know if you guys have been to any Brazilian steakhouses before, Mm. but... They got this thing. It's called cheesy bread. I think the literal translation is bread of cheese or something like that. Cheese <laughs> of bread, whatever. And uh, it's like a grilled cheese bite. Mm-hmm. It's like a fluffy dough on the outside, and then in the middle, straight up cheese. And I could have just eaten those for like forever. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's, who would have like thought cheese time. cheese and bread works out? Who would have thought? The guys who made cheese and pretzels probably thought about it. Probably. And the people. We who also had some sandwiches uh, and. Some Parmesan pork. Okay. Parmesan crusted pork. It was fucking (laughs) unbelievable. Uh, It was a great time. And then they had like this little cart going by selling cocktails. Mm. It was was a good time. It was a real good time. Great. Why are you rubbing in some more about some good food you had? (laughs) Good correction crevice you got there. I thought uh, you guys had good times too. I was just talking about my good time. (laughs) I don't have fucking good times. (laughs) Well, the Brazilian steakhouses, you just have like a, a little thing at your table. And, it, and you flip it one way or the other, either red or green. If it's green, the guys with these big meat skewers come over like, you want some of this meat? Yeah. I know. And those are the dump shit. A bunch of meat. Man, it was a lot of food. I am still fucking stuffed. I'm anyway. Gonna, I'm going to have to go to one now, you prick. So that's what I did with my whole week. Uh, I guess we'll see what uh, Dr. Scientist. What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, Well, you know, I've watched some stuff, played some stuff. I watched, uh, I finally finished season three of The Expanse. Season three? What are they on now? Like five? Well, how, what'd you like? What'd you like think of it? It was pretty good. I don't know. It, it's the season that ends up with them like getting that transport to other places or whatever that they can explore. Oh, the rings. Yeah. Yeah. Fast I don't know. Travel. I don't know if I look. I guess they had to do something and get bigger, but now it's just like every other sci fi thing. Might as well be Mass Effect. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, What's very interesting about that season is they bra- they introduce the rings, uh, people can pass through them. They're you you can tell it's getting bigger, but then the season after that I is very that much smaller. Oh, <laughs> I, well, this isn't ruining it. It's just it stays with mainly a group of people in one place. Like it, it doesn't. Exp- it was very it was a strange move because they opened it up to be this huge thing that they're gonna go all over the universe, and then it's like oh, but this whole season is in one place. Well, I, I kind of assumed they were going to follow the Rossinante again or something, but whatever. 
Yeah, I guess that's not really a spoiler. They follow the main characters of the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they're not like gallivanting around the galaxy. No, I assume they go one place or something. But uh, but it was I liked that season, the the one you're talking about and the one coming up. I haven't seen the newest one yet. Yeah, I'm going to eventually watch them. I think it's a great show. Really? Uh, I also watched Archive 81. I heard that was What do you right. think? I believe it's on Netflix. Uh, it's pretty good. It's kind of weird, which is uh, in a good way, not a bad way. Yeah, all I heard was that it was good. What What is the story? Leave it's uh, this bit. guy, and he's, he, his job is like restoring old video and audio tapes and stuff. Mm, That's what he yeah. does for a living. And this guy, this like super rich guy who runs this huge company, comes and hires them to restore some tapes they found in a fire. Okay. And he's, he goes like, he puts them in this secluded place because it's supposed to be like super secret stuff. And he's not supposed to be able to release or talk to anybody about it. And he starts restoring them and watching the videos. And then he gets caught up in what happened. Trying to figure out what happened to the people and stuff there. Mm. Okay. Is it like, I heard it was a podcast. Is it no. a fictional story or is it? There, it yeah. The main character's buddy has a podcast, but I don't know if that has anything really to do with the. If, if that's how it, maybe the a show idea started or something, but it has like a supernatural podcast hmm, thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also watched uh, Spider-Man again. Yeah, it was $3 at the Roxy. How was I not supposed to go? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many times is that? Uh, three. Spaz. Four. I still, I'm just waiting for it to go on streaming because I still have to watch... Uh, no, I watched Hawkeye. Did I talk about watching Hawkeye? No. Okay. Well, I'll talk about it Maybe. Later. But, uh, I mean, it's good. I mean, what can I say about it again? I guess it's good. Yeah. I also watched this movie called The Wave. had Justin Long in it. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? Yeah. It sounds so familiar. Is it new? Uh, a couple, couple years. years old. Doesn't it have uh, the guy from Scrubs in it, too? Yes. Yeah. The yeah, that's the surgeon. Yes. I can't think of his name in the show. But uh, Turk. Turk, yeah. Turk, Tur- yeah. Turk Turkleton. Yeah, but he like Justin Long like does his drug and starts jumping back and forth through time. It's really weird. It's pretty fun though. Yeah. I kinda liked it. It was it had just, it's probably the best movie with Justin Long in it I've ever seen. Yeah. I'll agree with well, that. Waiting was pretty good. It was better than waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he like wake he he goes out with his with Turk and then wakes up the next morning and doesn't remember anything that happened and he starts like randomly jumping back and forth through time and weird things happen. Yeah. Is it like a Groundhog Day situation? No, no, it's kind of like he gets in trouble and he has to figure out how to get, get out of yeah. it. And then he doesn't know exactly why he's in trouble at first and he yeah. eventually figures out everything that happens. He's just putting pieces oh. together from the night. Okay, gotcha. It's fun. It's a good watch. Yeah, and all all I played this week was uh, Axiom Verge two. Oh, you got it. Yeah, you played Axiom for the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not as good as the first one, I don't think. Oh, really? I mean, it's good, but the first one was definitely harder. I mean, this one has its own difficulty slider, so you could probably make it harder. But mm. it kind of gives you a compass off the bat that sort of tells you where you have to go. No, oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Well, not really annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes it easier to play. That's but. so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good point. But it also is like you can avoid every boss except for like two. Oh, of them. really? Yeah, you don't have to fight any of them. That's silly. I mean, if you beat them, you get like skill points, but you don't. There, you can just walk around them if you really want. Hmm. Interesting. 
But uh, yeah, it's a Metroidvania. You should probably play the first one once, Papa Scotch. Yeah, it's like pixel art. Yeah. Ooh, what was it? Uh, Axiom Verge? Axiom Verge. Yeah. Add it to the list. Yeah, it's set in the same universe as the first one, but it's not a sequel to it or anything. Yeah, I don't remember anything from the first one, really. The only thing I really remember is the gun that like decodes the weird code walls and stuff. Oh, yeah. And you could like hack enemies to attack other enemies. Huh. So you do remember. So, so I sort of. I don't remember a lot of games I played. <laughs> it's wild. That's all I did, Papa Scotch. What did you do? What did you play, watch? Not what you eat. What did you do? <laughs> I already went over what I ate. Um, the only two th- I, I mean, I, I talked about it, I believe, last week, but I watched, uh, we've been watching Crazy, not Crazy, uh, yeah, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we put down more of those episodes and more of Bored to Death. Nice. And Bored to Death is like halfway through the second season. It's starting to get really good. It only had two seasons, right? Three, but they're only eight episodes each. So it's like uh, 24 total like episodes. So it's like one episode, yeah. one season of Supernatural. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're half hour episodes. So it's even shorter than <laughs> one season, season of Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, you know, you two extra episodes. I'd say it's about, yeah, close to one season of Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's still great, and if you guys haven't watched that out there, if you think that Jason Schwartzman, Ted Danson, and Zach Val- Galifianakis palling around together solving mysteries is a good time, you'll like the show. Hell yeah. Uh, also watched a little-known indie film back from the 70s, The Exorcist. Mm, never heard of it. The Exorcist? What? Is it about, yeah. like, Jack LaLanne? Or? Yeah. Uh, the extra- yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a uh, oh, nice. biopic of Jack LaLanne. <laughs> Uh, there was actually a lot of people don't know this. There was part of his career where he was possessed by a demon and a young lady. Oh, so, I, thought, I thought that was common knowledge. Uh, yeah, oh, you know we got some younger fans out. Oh, here. That's true, they may that's not true. be aware. Is that the guy who does one hand pushups? Yeah, it was the guy that Jack Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey spoofed when he did this, the old strong guy in, oh, yeah. in Living Color. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> pull that one out, huh? That was, that's classic. Great pull, first of all. Uh, yeah, he was like the first like fitness icon. Yeah, like yeah, back yeah. when people were like, "Dude, I work out all the time. I smoke a pack of cigarettes with my steak every night." And he, you he, know, he made a power juicer eventually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like later in his career, <laughs> yeah, the power juicer. That's his legacy now. Yep. It's like the George Foreman. I was grill. gonna say, just like George Foreman <laughs> loved grilling. And the Mike Tyson headphones. <laughs> They're not out yet, but they, they'll by be out. Tyson. It's only one year. Uh, and then uh, I also watched new movie just came out, Nightmare Alley. Ooh, is it about bowling? Oh, I, that would have been a lot fucking better. I'll tell you that. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't good. I I re- I really wanted to like it. Like mm-hmm. I really did. It wasn't at all what I thought it was. I thought it was done very well, and the acting was great. But it was real. Okay, so the story is Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, did something horrible, which I won't get into content. Like, they don't really explain it too much or justify it or give you any backstory about what had happened. They just show you what happened. And it was something terrible. So then he's like a guy in the run. It's like 1938 or something like that, 1935. All right, I'm Look at that, that time of history. People could just disappear, right? Yeah. They move to another town and start Best a new time life. to be a serial killer besides the Wild West. Yeah. Absolutely. They So they... Uh, he he joins a carnival because he's like a traveling nomad. Of course he does. <laughs> Has nothing else to do. It's either homeless or car- or work at a carnival. He so he works at this carnival. He makes friends with everybody. 
Uh, he's very personable. He's very nice. And he befriends and kind of, like, finds a mentor in the guy that does, like, the uh, the Jonathan Edwards-type questions. You know what I mean? Oh, the scam artist, you mean? Yeah, like, yeah. he's a scam artist. He's, like, a carny guy. Like, he... But he doesn't do, like... They call him... Uh, uh, I think they call him, like, spook shows or something. Yeah. Where it's, like, he's... you don't go into, like, say you're talking to the dead of, like, someone's relative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, like, don't do that. It always ends bad. Uh, we just do, like, leading questions talking about, like, you know, good luck someone we're going to have, whatever. So, anyway, he uh, he gets out of the carnival. He becomes very wealthy and successful doing this bullshit. <laughs> nice. And uh, But it's, like... There's no question he's scamming people. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like, oh, maybe he has powers. He's always, like, doing extremely presumptive stuff. Like, there's one scene where a woman, uh, I think it was Kate Blanchett, has, uh, she's holding out a handbag, and she's like, I think you're bullshit. What's in the handbag? And he's wearing a blindfold. He takes it off, and he's like, what are you implying? Like, and he's, like, fake freaking out to, like, buy time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I could see it was heavy, and your arm was bent. And then that means that some, whatever was in there was heavy. Uh, a woman like you, who's this, who's this presumptive, obviously goes out on their own. And if they go out on their own, they probably have a handgun. And you like nice things, so it's a handgun, a nickel-plated handgun with an ivory handle. And that's what it was. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. That's garbage. That's a little yeah. too much. Yeah. But it was that. It was that kind of like he was so much more clever than everyone in the room. And by the end, I was just so fucking sick of him. Kind of like Ace Ventura. Almost exactly like Ace Ventura when he called that guy Captain Stubby. Yeah. <laughs> and asked for permission to come aboard. Same concept. Perfect. Same analogy. concept. You guys always understand. Me. <laughs> uh, but it looked really pretty. Yeah, he doesn't get us. <laughs> it just, it wasn't, it wasn't great. They marketed it like they marketed uh, Crimson Peak, how it was going to be like a horror movie. Oh. And it yeah. wasn't that at all. Yeah. So, I hate at all. No recommendation. I'd say no. All I'd right. say if you want to watch something that's similar but a billion times better, watch The Prestige. I was going to say, like, The Prestige. Okay. It's The Prestige is way better. Even if I know what the ending is, I would watch The Prestige again for sure yeah. over this. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I really watched. I have been playing. I think I only got two Platinums this week, so it was a pretty slow week. You're a sad man. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. It's pathetic. Well, like, right? Explosion and... No, I haven't finished Explosion yet. That fucking game <laughs> aggravates me. It just aggravates me. Sometimes I can't play it. I'm not in the zone enough, and I look at too many things on screen. It's not that hard. It's I just can't get... Oh, God. It was That's actually the other a fun thing. game. You have to get to 100,000 points. I know. I platinumed Explosion. All right, great. Oh, you you motherfucker. brag about it. Jesus. <laughs> I got to like 92, 96, 94, like right in a row, and I'm like, fuck this game, and I walked away. <laughs> nice. Uh, I have to go back and get that, and I think I got uh, like Super Destructoid DX or something. <laughs> it's like a modern, updated version of like Galaga. Do you even have fun playing these? No, he doesn't. I thought it was fun. I mean, it's I. I mean, it's fun enough for like a half hour, and that's how long it takes to get the platinum. And I'm like, all right, that was fun. All right, now I'm done. Okay. Out of the 30 games, 31 games I platinumed this year. There was maybe only two or three that really sucked, like that I really was not having fun How with How many did all. you actually play for more than five minutes? I would say mm, most of them. It took, the average was like a half hour to platinum most of them. There was only a handful that were like 15, 20 minutes. And those were like like story-driven ones. I just kept slamming the X button until I got <laughs> Yeah, that, Yeah, he loved playing that. <laughs> Speed running. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even playing it. I was looking at the other TV watching something. Yeah. 
and just slamming the X button on my controller. Yeah, but he, I'm sure he threw those in the category games he kind of liked playing. Sp- no, there were <laughs> there were some good ones in there. Like a lot of them were. Like throwback old school side scrollers or or beat 'em ups or gun games or whatever, and they like you know you, to get the platinum you only have to beat like level two, mm. so you can keep playing or you can just stop. And most of them I just stopped. <laughs> yeah, games I love playing. Yeah, you gotta get the platinum and you don't even have to beat the game. Come the fuck on. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's good to pad some stats. Who needs them? I'm gonna get a thousand dollars and take a week off of work and just. I'm a man of integrity. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so I got Super Destronaut? Destronaut. Super Destronaut DX2. I got that twice because there's a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation 5 version. Wow. Is that one of them you can just load your save on it and it gives you all the trophies right away? No, you have to actually do it, but the whole thing only takes like maybe an hour if you're really bad at it. Hmm. You you said you played Deathloop last week, right? Yes. Worth $35 while it's on sale? I thought about it, but then I thought, nah. Mm, 20, I, 20 I, right? 20 for sure. Okay. 30. If you got nothing else going on, yeah, I'd say 30. Yeah, that's my thought. I, I've got enough games. I don't need another Yeah. One. Definitely, like, no definitely not like 60, 70. Like, yeah, yeah. I, if you've got other games you're playing, just wait. I think I did pay 35 bucks for it because uh, it was on like a Black Friday sale or something, but I don't regret that at all. Yeah. Okay. Off topic, what were the PlayStation Plus games for February? I'll tell you one when we get to my section. Oh, okay. All right. Ooh, never mind. Okay. Then. Okay, okay. Uh, other than that, I played some NBA 2K22. Mm. Getting better at it, having a little fun with that. Nice. Uh, again, you know, I think same thing with every sports game I play where I play it a little bit longer than maybe I should because you can play it without the sound off and not really miss anything. Yeah, because so it just gets fun. repetitive with the... Do they still get repetitive with the announcers, even in this day and age? Boom shakalaka! <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah... Short answer, yeah. Because <laughs> to get a lot up. of these trophies, you're playing 100, 200 games. Yeah, like it's okay. just going to repeat at some point. Eventually, they're going to run out of dialogue. Unless they should just make AI dialogue, but that would be even hilarious. I mean, both, that's got to come up with That would ones. be great. He has pick and rolled baskets. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say the other day? I was uh, uh, dunking baskets and plopping threes. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's like, that's not a fucking basketball term. Like, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I played. Uh, how about you, Sir Chump Slap? What are you playing, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I played a little uh, Castlevania Shadow, Lord of the Shadows. Oh, the first one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The first like couple levels, it just pushes you through. It's just dialogue, screen. Yeah, and then the only thing you get to play is like this little. Fucking, it's like almost like a mini games over and over again, but I don't know if I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> it's a pretty good game. Got to like level two, and there's like shit you have to come back and get later. Yeah, yeah. Very Metroidvania, you know? <laughs> Not really, but yeah, of course, of course. It's of more course. God of yeah, War like. Oh, it's mentioned. very God of War. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's okay. But I also played. Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, Ooh. which is a PS Plus game this month. That's easily the best DLC ever made. Yeah, it's a standalone. Oh, you can play it without Borderlands 2? Yeah. Well, they must have, yeah, they changed, changed a little bit of it. I oh. should download it again, then. Yeah, might as well. It's all new trophies and shit. You guys can fucking platinum that. <laughs> can you use your character from Borderlands 2? No, you start over. It's You just start with a rank, like, 
one of six classes or whatever. So you can pick the siren and you can pick a siren. Uh, can you start at psycho. not level one? Yeah, level zero, one, whatever. Oh, I thought maybe they'd let you jump ahead like they did at the other DLCs. No, I think it resets every. It's just like a standalone, so yeah, you just okay. it resets badass points and all that shit. So I'm reloading really slowly and it's pissing me off. <laughs> Perfect. But I mean, it's a Borderlands game. It's pretty fun. Yeah, and that's a good DLC. Yeah, I've never played it before. You guys played the shit out of it. But you might as well get it. It's free right now yeah, for PS4. Yeah, I'm going to go home and download it. Yeah, I just... The new Borderlands is coming out next month. I know. That's why I figured I'd get stoked for that. Play what, this those... for two weeks until fucking Elden Tiny... Ring comes out. Tiny Tina's Wonderland or whatever. Yeah. I just don't. I don't even know if I want to play the new one. I'm not sure either. I'm going to wait until 20 bucks. It seems like it's. I mean, I'm not really clamor for something to play. Nor do I have a lot of time to play it. So, I, it's not even that for me. It's just I played a lot of Borderlands, and I played the fuck out of Borderlands too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I played Borderlands Three. I've never played the DLCs. I was like, I'm. Di- I. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want to play it or if it's going to do something that's different enough to make me want to play it. I did see that. They took like a more, or from the gameplay I saw, it looked like they took a more Bioshock type, where like you have a spell or a or a power. Yeah, you have and a, a spell gun. instead of a grenade. Yeah, so I don't know if it was just like you load them both in each hand, or if it's. Uh, you get guns, spells, and apparently there's. They drop melee weapons too now, so you can get like mm. crazy melee weapons. Yeah, they probably took the base of the new game and put it on that, so you can get. Yeah, it looks like it'd be fun. I don't know. I'll see how this one plays out, see if I liked it. I love how she calls them skelly men. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, that's it's a great DLC. Like it's worth playing for sure. I'm just I, I don't know. I'm gonna wait and see what the reviews are like for border, the new Borderlands and Yeah, I hear that. If people are like, dude, if you like the other ones, you'll fucking love this. It's way better. I'll be like, eh, well, you know, maybe. Maybe. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, I'm sure I will sometime. That too. Uh, I watched a couple movies if you guys want to hear about these. Yeah, let's go. I watched Iron Sky, The Coming Race. <laughs> Is that the one with the, the Nazis on the moon? It's the second one. It's the sequel to that. The sequel, bro. It's got Lizard Hitler riding a T-Rex on the dark side of the moon in a converted Nazi base. How many times can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw a movie exactly with that same <laughs> Damn premise. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. They go back to Earth. It's been destroyed in the first movie. But they're going to inner Earth, you know, where the lizard people live. That's where we get lizard hit. Okay, there you go. Got it. Got it. It's so stupid. But, I mean, it's a good time. It's a fun watch. And they did the CGI and everything. It looks pretty fucking good. It's sad. Really? Yeah, it looks good. Okay. It's worth a watch. I mean, I'm down for a fucking dumb time at the movies that's fun yeah that's all that's all it is it's a good time just stop shaking your head for a little bit while you're watching it (laughs) (laughs) is it is it one of those movies that they make these days where it's like we're trying to make something that's going to be a cult classic i you know what i mean like when some movies just try a little bit too hard at that you know you know what i'm saying i think they just tried to make a silly movie with like all these conspiracy theories just like thrown in there like i don't know it's a yeah Give it a look. If you don't like it, pff, well, fuck it. It's not my fault. <laughs> All right. Great advice. <laughs> if you don't like it, fuck it. It's not my fault. Oh, 
I watched this movie called Mermaid Down. Oh, my God. Is it like Black Hawk Down, but with mermaids? Yeah. Oh, it's sweet. No. It's actually the exact same movie, shot for shot, except all the soldiers are mermaids. <laughs> I'd watch that. I would. It's about these fishermen. They go out. They're like, we're going to catch a mermaid. And they do. And they cut her tail off to try to keep her on land. And it, it's pretty gruesome and shit. But then all of a sudden, this fucking psychologist boards their boat, kills them, and steals the mermaid. And it's just like taking notes on it, seeing what happens as she grows fucking human legs and shit, and then puts her in a a home for troubled women where there's a ghost person, and then it gets like, I don't know. It gets silly after that. Oh, that's when it gets silly. Well, (laughs) I thought it was like... it starts to go off the rails. (laughs) It was pretty gruesome and shit in the beginning, like gritty, and, and then it's like, oh, it takes place in this home. And then... There's a real happy ending, so I was kind of pissed off. But the first, I don't know, 20 minutes is pretty decent. <laughs> the rest is subpar. Those are, those are always a bummer when the movie starts out so strong, it's a half hour in, you're like, okay. Yeah. Okay, then this you're is fucking committed. awesome. And then you're like, I got to watch this whole thing. And I'm like, oh, come on, really? Oh, they're going to try to save her from a psychiatry ward? Great. But I did watch a neat one. I'd say it slaps a mm. little bit. Okay. Farts more than hearts. Yeah, there's some heart in it, though. Well, no one said slappers can have heart. You're right. You're right. Censor. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that one. It's pretty fucking neat. Really? It's interesting. It's visually stunning. I like it. It's about this lady who is a censor in Europe or something. I think it's England. England, yeah. So, censor with a C. Yes. Yeah, she does. Okay. She like watches movies and tells them what they have to cut or what the rating will be or if they're they can't make it at all or whatever. Sure, sure. And it turns out when she was a child, she was with her sister in the woods and her sister disappeared and she doesn't remember anything about it. Yada yada. She, she sees this one gruesome movie and she thinks it's her sister, so she goes tries to find this lady. Blah blah blah. Crazy shit happens. It's. It's pretty good. Give it a look. Yeah, I don't want to go in too much, but yeah, I've been. I mean, it's been on my to watch list for a while. I think it's a Hulu original. Yeah, it's it's either Hulu or Amazon Prime. Yeah. I think it's Hulu though. Came out maybe last year or this year even. No, definitely oh, twenty one. Okay. But yeah, oh, so it's not like eighties or something like that. No, no, no. no. Yeah. it's fairly new. Well, some of the footage looks like eighties, like when they're making it look like a movie and shit. Sure, sure. It's pretty cool. Go check it out. All right. Put that on the list. Well, there you go. Sort of, kind of a slapper recommendation. Censor. Yeah. <laughs> so then let's, with that, let's go ahead and move over to video game news slash stuff. All right. We need to get fucking some type of theme music for that. Anyway, so the big <laughs> news this week. Uh, Do you guys see that Sony is buying Bungie? Yeah. Yeah, another acquisition I don't care about. For $3.6 billion, just to give you an idea, the Activision sale that happened, you know, I don't know, a month ago, was $68.7 billion. Well, <laughs> one's a bigger company and one isn't. I mean, Oh, I think true. PlayStation got their money's worth. I think, well, I think Microsoft got their money's worth too. But So I don't have any specific, like, real rumors this week, but every piece of news, I have a slight little rumor to go with it. Ooh! Right? Change the Mix format. It up a I like this. So for this one... I the rumor is that Sony purchased it 
because they want to start making movies out of Bungie's intellectual properties. Yeah, I heard that too. Which, you know, may or may not happen. I guess they're trying to make Destiny a movie or a franchise. They could easily do that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it still blows my mind that they're like, the the Witch Queen or whatever is the new Destiny 2 th- expansion is coming out. I can't believe people still play that Dude, game. Dude, it's sold a lot, too. It's still amazing because, I mean, you guys play video games too much and you didn't play it that much. I played Destiny 2 a lot the first year, but I just was like, I'm not playing, yeah. paying for the DLC for the next year. That was pre-pandemic. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked Destiny 2. I'm not going to say it's a bad game. It's just I got fucking bored doing the same raids and the same, uh, what are they called, strikes, like over and yeah. over and over again to get a new gun I wanted that eventually Zer would sell anyway. So I was like, what am I... The only reason I was playing at the end was to play the the nightfall strikes, like the really hard ones, just so I could walk around with like a flaming head. Like just stand in the fucking hub <laughs> and dance. Yeah. <laughs> it was so yeah. I, I just... I get how you can get a year out of that game, sure, but it's been like five years now, six years. Yeah, it's been way too long, man. I don't know. Whatever. Well, to each their own. Yeah. Speaking of games, people are playing way too fucking long. Rockstar finally confirmed that GTA Six's development is quote well underway. Well underway. They didn't say GTA Six. They called it the next installment of GTA. GTA Five Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five. Two. GTA Online Version Two. Yeah. God, I'd be so pissed if that's all they did. Uh, There's no, like, timetable or anything. They just said that it's well underway, which basically they confirmed that they're working on another GTA game, which everyone knew was happening anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, silly, whatever. But there's a a couple rumors going around with it that uh, the first one is that it's going to be taking place in Vice City, like a modern-day version of Vice City, or possibly multiple different cities. Ooh. Oh, like a multiverse? No, same universe, different cities. That'd be interesting. Yeah, you should well, pitch that to them because they could use the same map. Yeah. And just change like you have a wild you know, west or it's future, you know. One underwater. <laughs> I mean, one of them could be the Red Dead Redemption 2 map. Yeah. Why not? Shit. Rockstar has not confirmed or denied, but there is a rumor that the new version of Grand Theft Auto has been rebooted several times and that it's way behind schedule. No. And that, well, and that no one's happy with it. Is the big thing. It's probably just the same fucking game. Yeah. I mean, it's Grand it's Theft Auto. GTA 5, GTA 5. They kind of peaked yeah. at 5. What more can they do with it? Make it look like Gran Turismo when you're driving? Pro- yeah. I mean, they always say, and part of their thing was, yeah, we know it's been almost 10 fucking years since GTA 5 came out, but they're saying how... They, they put in like at some they put out some press bullshit that they were saying, mm-hmm. you know, we're constantly trying to push the envelope and whenever a GTA game comes out, it's supposed to be the next step in gaming. So it's like the same thing that fucking Valve was That's doing. What they said you know when what the I mean? PS4 came out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope it's good. I'll probably play it. I'm still mad that it's been taking eleven years or ten years now. Wait, twenty thirteen it came out, right? I think so. Whatever. Yeah. It's still a long time. And I don't think I'll be playing GTA Five when it comes out on PS5 unless they do something like they did when GTA 4 came out on PS4, or GTA 5 came out on PS4, they added the first-person view. You'll play it just for the trophies. <laughs> I don't, I've never platinumed any of them because they had all those online trophies. If yeah. they take off the online trophies, we might have a conversation, but... Those online trophies are fucking insane. It's like get to level 100, and if you're just looking... Like, if you don't want to play online, that's really hard to stomach for that long. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous. Uh, and then, in another piece of news, Dr. Scientist, your favorite gaming platform, you know what it is? Stadia. Google Stadia? Stadia is being, quote, deprioritized at Google. It was ever prioritized? <laughs> prioritized over well, what? Well, see, <laughs> what's, what's very interesting that you say that uh, is that people, like, this is the rumor por- portion of this, mm-hmm. this piece of news segment. Uh, people have been saying that that's just how Google operates because in their management style, in their internal management style, you don't get promoted unless you're working on something new and exciting and fun. So basically, everyone was busting their butt trying to get promotions when Stadia came out. And then when it came out, everyone just moved on to other stuff within the company. So they got the promotion and left it in the dust. Exactly. Which, I can't when believe you think about, bought this. How'd they get promoted for that? <laughs> Well, they got promoted for making it happen, not keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So the people that are left in the project are just like, yeah, like, I guess not go-getters? I don't know what I'm supposed to get from this news. I don't know. Whatever. They're just making up excuses to why it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, they're just basically like, everyone else moved on to new projects and no one really cares about it at Google. Not even the people who own one. <laughs> yeah, I think I might finally cancel it. I think you should. Yeah, I'm just going to do that now. No, but you might, a game might come out you want to play. I don't think that's going to happen. Like what? It's, been, it's been like three years, and I put a grand total of like six hours it's been in it. three years already. Do they have the new Halo on it or something? Something you can't play on a PlayStation? Well, PlayStation has Bungie now, so. Yeah, but Halo's its own thing. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Stadia came out November 19th, 2019, so two and a half years-ish. <laughs> but they're going to basically, uh, we reported on the news a while ago where they're they're thinking that they're now going to try to sell it to other people to use as like oh yeah like a delivery Netflix system or something yeah so yeah they yeah, had we'll a good see. run maybe you still have that uh had, free oh, three run. month service <laughs> I think that expired oh, <laughs> I think it did we tried to give it away and no takers <laughs> it's a bummer. which should have been a sign right that no one wants to play this but uh yeah so that's the death of state that's really. That's all I got for video game news slash. So how about we get into the game here? How does that sound? Let's fucking do it, dude. Because we are playing a game where we ask the question, can a mildly successful vampire slaying show work as a video game? The answer is kind of. Yeah. I'd say it was a little bit more than mildly yeah, successful. It, it, it was pretty big back in the day. It had day. like eight seasons, didn't it? It had Trapper uh, It had. It had seven seasons. Okay, we're talking about the game Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Chaos Bleeds. Uh, it was released August 26th, 2003. Do you guys know what the number one song of the country was? 2003. August 26th, 2003. 99 Red Balloons. Oh. The remake, obviously. No, it's not that. Get out of here. If I save Ferris. Uh, the song from 8 Mile by Eminem. Oh, that's a good one. Solid guess, solid guess, but uh, you're not close. It is Beyonce featuring Jay-Z, Crazy in Love. Oh, that is a good song. Crazy. Now, the the number one movie at the time, you're never going to get, so I'm just going to tell you. And I again, this is one I double-checked several sources, so this is correct. Jeepers Creepers 2. Dude, that's what? a good movie. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not the number one good movie. Oh, it was. It's not even as good as the I, first one. I wonder what it went up against Isn't on August twenty sixth. Long, Justin Long. Just, yeah, I, he <laughs> might be. He is in the first one. I'm he was sure. in the first one, but a spoiler alert for a fucking 
20 year old movie i'm pretty sure he died in the first one yeah the second one was the one where it was like uh the bus yeah yeah going to like a high school football game oh Mm. and the cheerleaders and the football players were both in there was against Waterworld and (laughs) the postman there's no way both those came out the same (laughs) that'd be fucking great if they did uh, the domestic box. Ah, oh, oh, we won't get into that yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. And uh, this day in history, 1682, August 26, 1682, English astronomer Edmund Halley first observed the comet that is named after him, Halley's Comet. Whoa. Nice. So, yeah, he figured out Halley's Comet back in 1682. Figured we did out. also figure out that, uh, you know, the Earth is round sometime in the 1500s, I think. We, hmm. I have no idea. I'm not long good before with, that, but it's not good with timetables and such. People don't believe it now, so yeah, that's well, very true. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doctor Scientist, prove it. It was released for Xbox and PS2. It was developed by Eurocom Entertainment Software, published by Vivendi Universal Games. It is an action beat 'em up, written by Christopher Golden and Thomas Nagoski. Mm-hmm. Uh, who have these? I looked these guys up because I was like, maybe we did another game of theirs, you know? Maybe we'll check it out. It turns out they are the guys to go to when you have a property and you want to make a either a video game or a comic book out of it. Oh yeah, like these are those guys that do that second tier intellectual property. So do we do you know anything I mean? with them? Uh, they they did a shitload of Buffy comics. They did a shitload of other like a lot of comics, a lot of comics, a lot of video game writing. Uh, just not like movies or TV shows. You know what I'm saying? Nothing we did, though. The companion piece. No, I didn't see him do anything we did. Maybe they're just Buffy fan people. They did a lot of comics. I think it was a situation where they, well, they're writing the comics and they're writing these other stories. Tell them to write the video game. Mm. We're not doing it. We write the show. Um, I got a question before we start this. Sure. Were the voices the real actors? No, they couldn't have been. I think maybe one or two, not all of them. Allison Hannigan's wasn't the No, no she, that actor was great. <laughs> I couldn't tell if Buffy was, though. I think, um, oh, God, the guy who plays Xander, Nicholas Brennan, I think he was in it. Hmm. I'm actually checking right now. Uh, I picked this game. While I look at this, have either of you guys ever watched Buffy or Angel or any of those? No. I watched the original movie. Yeah, the one with uh, Christy Swanson. Yeah, and... Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a great fucking movie. It is. It's classic. I was going to watch it now, but it's only for rent. What? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, this is crazy. It looks. I'm looking at the cast of the game. It looks like half the cast came. Well, I don't even know who half those characters was. Is Eliza Dushku the other spoiler for the game? Kind of, yeah. Sounded like her. But I mean, is, is that who was played the character in the show is what I was asking. Yes, okay. uh, I will say I watched all this, and uh, I know a lot of the backstory, so if you guys have questions. All right. Well, assume I know nothing. Yeah, I could see how this would be very confusing, because the game, uh, it, it it brings back people from previous episodes of the show, like uh, Sid the Dummy. Uh, was Ethan he in the Rain. show? Was he in the real show? Yes. Yes, he was. All right. I asked somebody that today. <laughs> they said they don't remember. Yeah, he absolutely was. Uh as far as the cast goes, you had Faith, the other Slayer, was Eliza Dushku in the show. She voiced it. Mm. Uh, Spike, the vampire, Giles, Xander, and Tara. Those were the the people that played both on the show 
and in the video game. And as we remember, Eliza Dushku also famously voiced Ruby from Wet. Yes, yes, obviously. That, wow, way to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> One of your favorite games yeah, of all time. It was. Uh, as far as the main gang, the Scooby gang is there affectionately known through self-reference and through the fans. What a Those are the people that name. I, I well, it's Scooby Doo, you know. Yeah, they sell. Oh, I get it. They have a van. This was a lot more socially acceptable back in 2002 or whenever Buffy was on, like 98. I think it came out. 97. Yeah, 97. I think, but whatever. So in the 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 universe of the Buffy series, uh, they're approximating that this game takes place uh, season five, somewhere between oh, episode 17 and episode 19. Shut the fuck up. Okay. I, I, read, I read that in the wiki because really? of how the people act. They oh, know and who's alive and God. who's there. Yeah, because uh, in season five, episode 17, that was the episode where Buffy's mother passed. Obviously. And in the game, they we see her gravestone. That. We all remember that, yeah. yes. And then episode 19 was, I guess, spoiler for a 20-some-year-old TV show, uh, Tar- Tara is killed in episode 19. Yeah, but, but they're surprised to see her here. Are they surprised to see her? I don't know. Let's talk no, about uh, it. Let's okay, just go yeah, into the game. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. I'll stop speculating. Basically, the game starts with the main characters. We got Buffy, we got Xander, Spike the Vampire, Willow, and they're at the Magic Box, which is kind of like their hangout, uh, where they that's like their home base, because that's where Giles works, and he's their watcher. Well, he's Buffy's watcher. Mm. Do I need to explain that? What the watcher is? It's somebody who watches Slayers. Yeah, I assume. And makes sure they're... It has analogs and every, all yeah, kinds of other yeah. things. Yeah, it's like a mentor or a helper situation. It's, it's a symbiotic relationship between the Slayer and the Watcher. So, they're at the Magic Box. Willow finds like a certain, a certain kind of sun spell. She's not a fighter in the show at all. She's always doing like magic shit to like... Yeah. Fix the situation. But everyone's sh- usually... You could play multiple people playing different characters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was uh, randomly you can... I think it, the game like took you on that path and you had to play sections as characters. Yeah, it wasn't okay. like yeah, that's you can select whichever one you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, Xander's there killing some. He spikes some vampires. And then a wan- a random vampire warns them of Kakistos, <gasps> which confuses them because they killed him previously. In the show? In the show, correct. Well, yeah, they say that as much. Yeah, you're going to... Well, gonna I don't know it. if it's There's an actual be... character from the thing or if it's... Oh, yeah, okay. Because there was a game before this. Yeah. So I don't know if it's... Yeah, feel free to ask because a lot of these are like fan moments to bring back fun characters yeah. from the show that died or whatever. So after the fight, they, they get back together and they find out that Faith has broken out of prison and that she was the only thing she was really scared about was Kikistos. So they assume, or they think they start to think that well, maybe this is a real threat. Yeah. So Faith was a slayer. Doesn't like somebody tell him Kikistos will destroy you. Yes, yeah, that happens here vampire. and yeah at a later part. So the story was just to give you a qu- there can only ever be one slayer. How are there two? Well, when the slayer dies. The, quote, powers that be, which is a real thing, and they go into it a lot in Angel, but the powers that be basically anoint a Slayer. Like, mm-hmm. there always has to be one, so they will anoint the next one in line, like right? Like prophet and supernatural. Yeah. Kind, yeah, sure. kind of. Uh, so, what happened like was pope. Buffy's... <laughs> the Pope, exactly. Uh, Buffy was in a fight at the end of season four, and her heart stopped for, like three minutes or something like that. Oh. So that was the, the loophole to bring another Slayer into the mix. And then Faith was a Slayer, 
and she went bad and killed a lot of people and got thrown in prison. And that was like the end of her storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does come back in Buffy a little bit and she comes back in Angel as well because Angel feels bad for her because he's like, yeah, I used to be evil. You used to be evil. Let's fix it. But anyway, anyway, that's why there are two Slayers. It's a Highlander situation. There can only be one. Gotcha. Buffy leaves and outside she runs into fan favorite character, Sid the Dummy. <laughs> Sid the Dummy was a vampire hunter whose soul got put into a dummy. Yeah, a lot like Chucky. Uh, exactly, exactly like Chucky. What is? What, oh God, what's his name? Charles Lee Ray? Is that Chucky's, <laughs> ah, fuck the demon? Yeah. Or whatever? That sounds good. Charles Lee Ray. I'm going with it. I think that sounds right. awesome. That's an awesome pull. If I just got that, he's also he had also previously died, and now he's back. And he's like, yeah, I'm back. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I'm just here now. Yeah. And also, I saw Kakistos. He's also back. So this is real. Like this is a real thing that's happening. Mm. So. Buffy goes into the crypt and runs into Kikistos, and he's like doing some dark magic, resurrecting the people in the cemetery. And he's like, oh shit, um, either you're going to attack me right now, or I'm going to get away and you're going to fight all these resurrected people before your mom gets resurrected. Because that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's the coolest the, thing that happens in this so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They, they go back to the place where Kikistos died, thinking that maybe they could find him that way. And then another previous character from the Buffy universe, Ethan Rain, appears. Ooh. Who, I never liked him. He had like a half-season arc, I think. Oh, he's a dick. He's a dick. He was into like dark magic. He's supposed to be like the opposite of Willow because she's into light magic. I was going to say, because like, she keeps calling him the chaos guy. Or- yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh, he's not a good dude. He worships chaos. We got to say it like that weird voice. <laughs> he worship chaos. I don't know. I can't even do it. No. All of the Buffy fans, you guys can jump in and tell me all about this. But <laughs> I think he assisted the principal in his ascension. Yeah, that sounds right. Which is a whole other thing. <laughs> 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 right Thank you. I appreciate that. So we'll just keep going. Uh, so Ethan Rain showed up. He throws some like weird little goblins at you. Then he runs away. And then other vampires attack. And then Anya gets rescued. And so does Tara. Anya acts like a weirdo because she used to be a demon. Mm, so she only gave a shit about demon things through some kind of magic fuckery she became a human and mortal in her human form so now she has to care about human shit that's like well we need to make money because if we don't have money we can't have food like she's not she doesn't get society yeah okay you know that's why she's a weirdo but she's pretty fun uh back at the magic shop they all put it together that uh maybe this is like an alternate universe situation it is but they're putting it together now Mm -hmm. uh everyone kind of splits for the night because they feel like they're not going to make any progress. Buffy hangs out to protect Giles because uh, he wants to stay back and do some research about why this is happening. Fucking and then Giles. they get attacked. Yeah, he seems pretty attacked. worthless. Seriously. Uh, I mean, dude, his his thing is research, man. That's what he does. So when he has to attack or fight, he's not that great anymore. He I don't think used he ever was. Be, I think he's full of shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he used to be the Ripper. Which we run into later. Oh, yes, yes. Which is very murdery backstory. But Buffy saves Giles, and then this is where Faith actually walks in with Ethan Rain. <gasps> yeah. So these characters are both on the outs with Buffy, because last time Buffy saw them, Faith tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he, Ethan Ray, they're like, we're going to kill you right now. Like, you need yeah. to start talking. They seem to hold grudges against them pretty long. Yes. Well, he's also, I think, dead. In, I'm pretty sure he's dead. And yeah, he's just I'm back. Pretty, I think they said she was, he was before. Yeah. Uh, Faith was just in prison. She was never dead. 
Yeah, I don't know if she dies. It doesn't matter. So he spills it that he started worshiping this evil entity being thing called the first. I had a nickel. I know. Supposedly, the first is older than humanity and older than like the concept of evil. So this is some kind of ancient evil, whatever. But Ethan Rain said, hey, I'll make I'll, uh, this is this is what we're going to do. We're going to make a bet. Right. And the wager is that Ethan Rain said, I'm going to put my fat, my five champions and they're going to fight your five champions. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I know. They use the term champion in the show. Like, if someone's a champion, they're like an elite fight. Like, Buffy and Angel are champions. No one else is. Yeah. And then they're like, all right. And the, the first is like, fuck it. This seems fun. So the wager was if Ethan Rain wins, then he gets all the powers. The first, like, one baby tier lower than the first. So he'll be pretty much as powerful. Yes, and yes, I yes. think, what does the first get? I don't even remember what the first got. I don't know, but it seems like not a says. good bet for the first no. make. No, it's not a good bet. So basically, Ethan says, uh, oh, by the way, I signed you guys up for this, and you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So he, the five he picks are Buffy and Faith, the two slayers, Spike, the vampire, who now has a soul, so he's not a, so he's not like a dick. Well, he's still a dick, but he's not, like, eating people. He's not evil. Then they picked Willow because of the magic skills, and he also makes a, a remark to he wanted the wolf, which was in the TV I'll show that I was saw. Seth Green. <laughs> which was, that'd be awesome if he just walked in like, hey, fucking, let me tell you what, we're going to get some fucking blankets. You're going to get cleaner. You need to get in there and scoop up all the brains. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the werewolf in the show, Buffy, is Seth Green. Okay. He was on the show for, like, three years and then left. Uh, so... They're like, well, he's not fucking here, so I guess it's you, buddy. And Xander, who is not a fighter in the show, like he kind of fucks around once in a while, mm-hmm. but, but he he's finds not. Out. Yeah, and then people find out he can't really fight, and he just kind of, he kind of like, he takes some hits. He's not worthless, but he's kind of just like pushing people away till Buffy can really kill him. That's kind of all right. He's he, he's good he, at he's staying kinda, alive. Yeah, he's good at staying alive. He's got he gets a couple licks in here and there, but he's not Buffy. All right, he's not a fighter like that. So. All of a sudden, they're at the side of Giles' bed. They get transported away. <gasps> and then right before, well, I guess right before, uh, Giles spits out, hey, you can kill the first. You need the hope stagger. Good luck. And then they all disappear. And Buffy's like, well, fuck you, Ethan. If we're going, you're coming. And she grabs them. And they go to a different How the- universe. So Giles just knew that off the top of his head. Well, he knew who the first was. But, I mean, this I is think the first he's-, he's hearing about it. I think he knew. Like... I mean, Ethan is the first one to mention the first, and he, he just walked into Yeah, he's read a book. It's before. not uncommon for this show to be like, oh, we have to figure out what they're fighting, and then they do research. Yeah, but he had no time to do any research. I'm sure he knows who the first is. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a bookhead. Yes, part of, the re- part of the thing of being a watcher is making sure your Slayer's prepared, so it wouldn't surprise me if the first was like this massive evil being from ancient times. He's probably passingly familiar with it. Yeah, that's all. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, the only way to kill it is the dagger. Yeah, it's like me or you knowing about Satan. Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. knows what Satan is. Do I know how to actually kill Satan? No, I haven't read that book yet, but... I don't think you can. No. So, anyway... You watch Supernatural. You know how to kill Satan. So, they get into this new universe, and uh, Buffy basically has to go and scatter the team. This is just, like, padding gameplay, I think. No. What? Because, well, they all get... She has to go rescue each person first. Yeah. The, I don't know if they call it the Nightmare Dimension or if I just wrote that, but we'll, we'll go with that. So the idea is she needs to go find each person, dump this magic 
potion on their head, and it'll bring them back to the nightmare version of the magic box, and oh, then yeah. I guess they'll regroup. <laughs> so Buffy saves Willow from a theater. She saves Spike from a bar, Xander from some kind of factory. Uh, Faith was locked up in a bank safe, and then she also, along the way, found Sid. I don't know how he got in this universe or why, but he's there as well. He, uh, didn't he somehow down the road say he snuck in while they got te- teleported there? I think so. He's like, yeah, I it just grabbed somebody's leg yeah. while you're fucking going. They, it's not, it's it's a very common thing for the show to be like, oh, yeah, I snuck in the back. Like, I bet you didn't know I could do this magic thing, and yeah. that's why I'm here. Like, it's always explained there? away. Wasn't it's like easy. It's like the fucking Simpsons thing. If you can't explain it, a wizard did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, back at the magic box, everybody's there, and we get the big uh, info drop, and the idea, and the thing moving forward is they're like, well... <laughs> If we can find the Hope Stagger, we can kill the first, and then Ethan won't get any power. It's, so it's, it's really a win-win for everybody. Kind of convenient that he keeps the weapon that can kill him where he lives. I don't think he can get rid of anything. Oh, you think he's a hoarder? It's his dimension. and like. But that's, I mean, someone brought that dagger there. Or was it there the whole time? No, I'm pretty I'm, sure someone I'm just. I'm going to keep going because I forget where they, where did they get the dagger? They find it later. They find it. Okay, well, they need no, but, I mean, they just know it's there now. They need Cassandra to find they it. They know it's in the Nightmare Universe, yeah. is what you're saying. But yeah, because yeah, why would they put it in this? Why would the a being who can transport through multiple universes leave it in the universe where he is? I see what you're Maybe saying. Maybe it's in every universe and he can't get rid of it. Maybe I mean, the magic box, I, mean, I guess, is. That's a huge stretch, but... Is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, al- I also think it's very strange because... The Nightmare Universe is exactly like their universe. Yeah, why does he have such a shitty fucking town? <laughs> like, yeah, like, was there just a date where they said, okay, now this is the Nightmare Dimension, and they, like, sent everyone away? Like, who's constructing these new buildings to keep up with the other universe? You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's very confusing. Anyway. Good question. So, if we, if we all harp on that stuff. Just asking questions. <laughs> Basically, the idea now is they need to find the dagger. They say that the only person that knows for sure where it is is a person from history, Cassandra Rain who actually ends up being Ethan's ancestor who made the Hope Dagger. Out of sunlight. Yeah. Out of sunlight. Yeah, they say that she'll know where it is, but they're like, well, how the fuck do we bring her back? And they're like, oh, we got to find all her dead body parts, which are also in this universe. Yeah, convenient. Well, because he killed her in that universe. But I mean. Spat, scrap, threw only five different body parts around. He also could travel to other universes. Yeah, he could do a lot of things. <laughs> Anyway. They start with the eyes, which are at the morgue of the Sunnydale Hospital. I thought it was hilarious that they found, like, a jar of, like, 90 fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, here they are. I'm like, are you sure? Are they all her <laughs> eyes? Or do you just know which eyes are? I'm getting stuck up on details. Yeah. So then uh, you go to the hospital. Buffy goes there, and you play, like, sections as Sid the dummy. Uh, and even Sid kills a bunch of ants. This is that the classic, like, I have a cohort who can fit in other places. Yeah. Yeah. So you throw them through the window. They do their thing. They open the door. Uh, eventually, you just get through the org, the org, the morgue. You get all the eyes. It's just the jar of eyes. Ethan starts some kind of ritual, and the first just shows up just to shit talk. Yeah. Just to shit talk. There's no other reason. He's like, oh, I didn't yeah, think you yeah. get this far. You suck. Yeah, losers. I guess he's, I mean... That's the move, right? You're kind of the first has got to be pretty bored if it's existed forever. Yeah. Like, why not play this game? Like, oh god, this this game again? Why not? Yeah, pick your best. Five, well, it takes thousands of years for him to gather the power yeah. to do this. Even that's true, from what I understood. Yes, and and yeah, to coalesce or whatever they yeah. use the term. So the rest of the group splits up to get the rest of the body parts. 
Uh, Xander goes into the school and fights to there and gets Cassandra's arm. And uh, he is in the show like the fast talker joke. He's the comedy relief. Yeah. And that's that also kind of ties into why he can't really fight. Gotcha. Uh, and and he won't like the game overdid it. He wouldn't shut the fuck up. Seriously. Like in that cutscene movie. I, I, how, how, why are these people always talking to themselves? Like they're... I've, I've, I understand it would be cool if they did it as some kind of like nervous tension, but he just kept saying the, the same catchphrases over yeah. and over. Well, Willow does it like very nervously. Yeah. Well, she's very twitchy. Her character is very yeah, timid gotcha. and twitchy in the show. And uh, so Faith goes to some kind of, I don't know what it is. I think it's like a construction zone. Quarry. Mine or something. Quarry. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, she actually runs into Kikistos and has to kick his ass because apparently in the story, which I had completely forgotten, Kikistos killed her watcher. Oh. And then in the story, in Buffy, her watcher was killed. She got a new watcher who was a guy by the name of Wesley. And then Wesley, by this point, had left with Angel to go to Los Angeles and start the show Angel. Okay. Yeah, there's a whole fucking thing. Uh, I'm really surprised about how much of this show I remember because it's been a decade. Was was the first ever mentioned on the show? I believe so. Okay. I don't know if they ever actually fought him. Well, I no, assume they, they were talking fought. when they said first. It's like, oh, the first vampire. That's who I thought. Like, there is a storyline I'm vaguely remembering about the first vampire and the first. Maybe they did at some point. But the first vampire and the first are different. I guess. Maybe. I, I'll tell you. To be completely honest, I don't really remember what happened in the first couple seasons. The one it really started kicking in when uh, the the big high school rumble went down at the end of season three. Oh, that's when I remembering it. yeah, obviously. Yeah, all right, keep going. Spoiler. Oh yeah, that's a fun story in itself because they aired the the first part of the two part finale they'd been building up to all season, and it's actually a great season of television. Yeah, building this up because the uh, the principal was going to go through ascension and become the superpower. Let me guess. Being. They did the first part, and then nine eleven happened. No, but oh. you're very close. Columbine happened. Oh. <laughs> uh. And since it was so much violence at a school, they shelved it for like nine months. So you're on like a cliffhanger. <laughs> nice. Of part one of the episode for nine months. And then they showed it and they started airing this the next season, like the next week or whatever. But I remember a uh, friend of the podcast. I, I distinctively remember this must have been like 96 or 97. Friend of the podcast, Vinny from the Retro Grab Bag Show. Shout out Vinny. Big, big Buffy fan from way back. And I, re- I distinctively remember him bitching about this in eighth grade or seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember him bitching. Like, no, I got to wait fucking eight months. This is bullshit. I can't believe they're not going to show. And he was losing it. That's <laughs> Losing it. Oh, good times. <laughs> I don't know. This show must have missed me by a couple of years. I, I wasn't into it till like four or five years into its run. I didn't start watching it because Vinny wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. I'm like, fine, <laughs> I'll give it a try. I never watched it, and like, but one guy in our group watched it. And used to talk about it all the time. And it was kind of annoying. I believe. Yeah, it. and that was that was part of the fans were a little rough with this. Sh- Plus, it was like was he a fry? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the this show had a rabid fandom that brought it back from cancellation, but it was also. Uh, a, a big benefit from this show was it was released on DVD and you could watch the whole season. Like, this was when that was starting to happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so when they started putting like Simpsons show. on the DVDs. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons on DVDs. Uh, the same thing happened with, like, uh, Family Guy. Like, yeah. that got put on DVDs and, like, got came back, actually. All right, so uh, they got the second part. <laughs> yeah, got the, uh, what was he get? Faith got a leg. Yep. I like she how they're just, like, they look like mannequin legs, too. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so then you play a spike in the defunct initiative base, and I'm not going to go into what the initiative That's is. That's fine. Yeah. Um, think of it as a soldier organization that fought vamp, like the same shit Buffy was fighting. Makes sense. But a bunch of well-funded soldiers. Kind of like so, the men of letters? All right, don't be bringing other fucking stupid shit into this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, imagine... All right, I'll piss yeah, that's enough, that's while enough. you guys talk that's about okay, <laughs> The initiative, okay, the initiative, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but they're more like bro-y soldiers. They're oh. not like... Oh, okay, not smart timey It's an army. Yeah. yeah, it's an army. It's an army, and they were like on the college. It was... I didn't care for this part of it, but eventually they all get murdered. And then uh, Spike has to fight Adam, which was like a Frankenstein monster that the initiative created at the end of them, and then he ended up killing a bunch of the initiative. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Spike kills him and gets the leg. Then we go to the Sunnydale Mall. We play as Willow. Uh, She has to... There's a great moment where she has to get money to give to a vampire to tell her how to get a modem so she can break into this place. And then... He just has the keys to the computer store to get the modem. Yeah, gives her all the gives him all this money just to get the modem. Yeah, she is so emotionless in this too. It's she. That's also uh, as you can tell that wasn't Allison Hannigan. Yeah. No. Well, this was also before, like she was on this show and she was in like American Pie and she was in some movies here and there, but her profile was really raised from uh, How I Met Your Mother, which I don't think it aired yet. It I didn't even know she was on that show. Yeah, me neither. Really? Yeah. Never watched an episode of it. I didn't either, but I know it doesn't. Anyway. Whatever. So, <laughs> I, I, guys, it's almost over. Like, we're pretty close. Yeah. Okay, so he wants to finish, is what he's saying. Willow runs into evil Tara. Tara was her girlfriend who turned evil mm-hmm. in the show. Like, they were together. And I don't know, remember if she turned evil. I think she was evil and then came back and then someone... Whatever. Tara dies in the show. Well, this is the alternate version. Yeah, anyway. they, they said it was an alternate universe version. Okay, so she died in the show. She wasn't dead by the time this game took place, so it's really awkward timing that he, she found Evil Tara, and then like an episode later, she's actually dead. Doesn't matter. She leaves behind an arm. She takes the arm. Willow has the arm. Mm-hmm. So now we're playing back as Buffy. She's fighting her way through a zoo, kills a bunch of zombie gorillas, of which she would never have a chance again because they're like... Gorillas. 800 <laughs> pounds heavier than yeah. her. And gorillas that rip people's arms off. But anyway, whatever. She kills a bunch of zombie gorillas. And then she runs into the Ripper, which is the alternate reality, Giles. I think if I remember correctly, and again, I could be wrong, but I think if I remember correctly, in his past, he was kind of a wild card who killed a lot of people. Giles? Yes, yeah, he Giles. Looks like and that's it. why. Well, because that was the that was the, the bit that they paid off in the show. Like the yeah. first two seasons, he was this boring bookworm. And then later you find out, oh, shit. He was, he was such a serial killer. killer. Yeah. yeah, he was a bad... He, he was, was actually Jack killer. the Ripper. Yeah. So then... Uh, she kills alternate reality Giles, gets the torso. Oh, they head back to the hospital. They put Cassandra together with some magic bullshit, and uh, they head to the castle, which I don't know where they got this castle. I don't, I don't know. They're just at a castle. Yeah. Well, they resurrect Cassandra, and she's just like, you got to go to this castle. She like points like yeah. it's right behind them. Only one person can go, though. Yeah, and it's got to be a champion. You don't have a champion, but... But a Slayer's close enough. Yeah, it's fine. You should be fine. I did like... <laughs> I did. I did like this moment where she shit on Ethan, her, her, you know, descendant. Yeah. And she's like, "I spent my whole life fighting for light, and you're all about dark magic. You're a piece of shit." Yeah. And then Spike knocks him out. Yeah, by like pushing him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I got this." Boop. Gives him like a solid shove, not even like the the move where someone gets on all fours behind him and then you push him and they get knocked <laughs> over. Uh, yeah. He just fall- He's knocked out. His body. 
disappears. Apparently, the first like took him. Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, like oh shit, my boy's in trouble. I'll take him now. Not you know when he made this wage. Whatever. Well, he took him for so, a reason. As Buffy continues fighting through the castle, uh, I just have a note here. She talks shit on bowling. Oh yeah, I have a note here too. It's like she disses bowling alley. She's like, I won't be caught dead in a bowling alley. Yeah, that that made me hate her even more. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is worse than a bowling alley. I'm like, oh, even the Midwest is pretty into bowling. He just alienated a lot of people. But kills a bunch of vampires, eventually gets to some kind of large ritual room where Ethan's doing some dark magic shit. Uh, you fight him, and then I guess he gets Well, you get the dagger in there, too. Yeah. Is that where you get the dagger? Okay. Yeah, it's a sword, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a pretty big it's one. It's not a dagger. No. It's a sword. It's dagger, now in sword size. <laughs> so, I guess you fight. The first through Ethan? Yeah, the first right? like takes like Yeah, Ethan's It's kind of like he's possessed. Yeah. And every time you hit him, the dagger flies. And you gotta that pick seems it so annoying. <laughs> then you got to kill those three guys again. And oh, my God. Watching that. That that was like 20 minutes to the I, video. I skipped, I skipped most of that. <laughs> yeah. It did not look like a fun fight scene at all. But either way, you you kill him. You fuck him up. Oh, you don't kill him because the no, first cannot die. Up, yeah. Well, you, you don't kill the first. You send... <laughs> supposedly, the story is... You send the first cascading into multiple dimensions, mm-hmm. and it's going to take him thousands of years to basically put himself yeah, back. Because Cassandra tells him you can't kill him. Yeah, she's like, I did that before. He comes yeah. back. Just it takes time. She was very chill about the whole thing, but uh, Cassandra then brings Ethan back to life, basically sacrificing herself. Mm-hmm. Ethan wakes up and he says, "From beneath you, it devours." <gasps> Is that something in the show? <laughs> I don't remember. I doubt it. It seemed very significant that they didn't talk about it anymore. Well, maybe it's to uh, the next Buffy game. Well, I mean, they're on a Hellmouth. Like, this is... Everything's coming from beneath them. It's true. If you're being literal that's the, about that's it. The, that's the show's explanation of why all this wild shit is happening in, in this town in California. They live on top of a Hellmouth, so it's like a portal to uh, Hell Dimensions. That makes sense. So, like... If this is evil, it's going to be concentrated here, so we need the Slayer here. Gotcha. So that's why. Common excuse for things to happen in shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just making excuses for shit. So the rest of the team walk into the castle, and then Sid and Cassandra basically are like, oh, cool, though I guess this is over. Well, we're going to go back to heaven or wherever in the afterlife. Yep. Must be cool to just kick it to heaven. Kick it. And then that's pretty much it. The gang just gets transported back to the real world. To Giles in the hospital. Yep, they're at Giles' hospital bed, and Giles is like, oh, you guys took care of this? Cool. And then I guess, guess Ethan then is apparently crazy? Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't he just say Slayer? He seems like he's stuck in the first castle in a different dimension. Yeah, he's stuck in that dimension or something. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, that's it, man. That's where the game ends. Yeah. Nice. So that's it. All right. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. You fucking nailed it. Fucking I actually own this game, but I don't remember ever playing through it because I think this was like a game I got way, way, way late into like the PlayStation Two life cycle. Yeah, when games like this were three ninety nine at, at fucking GameStop, and <laughs> I, I picked it up in a bin and just never played through it because I was already on PS three. But I do own it, and uh, it's a sh- damn shame it's not going for much money. Real damn. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let's go ahead. Let's wrap this up. Let's uh, right. do it. Let's go with our final thoughts. And we're going to start with... Where did we start last week? Was that scientific? Yeah, no. I went first last week. Yeah. Sir Chomp Slap, we're going to start with you. No problem. 
So, would you play the game now that you watch this movie? Uh, did the story work for you? And what score out of 27 stars would you give it? I would not play this game. <laughs> First off, it's too old, obviously. I mean, even if they redid it, I wouldn't play it. I wasn't into the big... I wasn't into Buffy. I didn't watch the whole series like some people, but... I mean, it's an okay story. Did the story work for me? Yeah, yeah, sure it did. Some evil demon shows up. He makes a stupid bet with some guy, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you and your friends have to fight five random evil people. Yeah. And for what? Apparently to kill the first. Like, why did he even put himself on the line? Yeah, he could have just Ethan won the bet, didn't he? Well, yeah, guys he did. Beat, yeah. Ethan technically won the bet, but since the first is dead and spread all over, he can't give Ethan any powers. Yet. Yet. Correct. Yeah. So what the hell was the point of it all? The first didn't know this was going to happen? Well, the point was that Ethan was a dick and made this wager and forced the Scooby gang into fighting. And they're like, well, if you're going to be a dick about this, we can't have an evil guy running around with all kinds of powers. So now we have to stop this situation we've been dumped in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So as for the story working for me, I guess it did on a base level. I mean, it's some fucking wager and you have to beat it to beat the bad guy. (laughs) Anyway, out of 27 stars, I had an eight written here, but after talking it over... I'm bop, bopping it down to a six. <laughs> wow. I mean, the characters six. were okay. I liked how you had to play with each one and do their own things, but I don't know. Okay, okay. It was really just a silly story. Okay, that's, yeah. I Yeah, it was silly. I'm not going to say it wasn't silly. That's for damn Let's sure. Slap it over to a scientist. Slap it over. Let's slap well, it I am over. the one giving it to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it to him. What are you going to give it to him? Wait, what are you going to give to him? I'm going to give him some questions. All right. Go ahead. In the form of an answer. No. (laughs) So, would you play this? What'd you think of it? And what'd you score it? Would I play it? No. I don't really like action adventure type games. You don't like action adventure. You don't like first person shooting. I don't know. This one seems annoying. (laughs) Not my cup of tea. I think, Dr. Scientist, with you, um, I believe you when you say you're not really a big fan of, of first person shooters, but it seems like. And, you know, not to overstep my bounds, but it seems like if it's good enough or it transcends the genre, then you're like, I'll give this a shot. Yeah, yeah that'll happen. And this, I don't think, is different enough from... No, certainly not. But like Bioshock. Yeah. yeah. Like Bioshock mm-hmm. is one that's like a first person where you're like, Borderlands, sure. Yeah, yeah. I get it. The story yeah. worked for me. I mean, it's, a, it's about a wager with a demon that you somehow get sucked into. Yeah. You don't even make the wager. Yeah, yeah. You don't even, the guy who makes the wager doesn't even like you. He just picked you as a guy. I didn't know you could do that. Now I yeah, do. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to save that for my future when I talk to the demon. <laughs> oh, scientist, you got to fight somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and it just seems, I don't know, incredibly convenient the way it's all set up. All her body parts are there and just happen to be in the five guys they have to beat. In that town. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I, I assume this whole nightmare dimension goes across the whole world like it, but. Yeah, right. Whatever. Uh,. Sid was annoying. All the characters were really annoying. I think every single one of them. Don Willow was the fucking shit, dude. Uh, the, the fake Allison Hannigan voice was just... <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, my God. It was unbearable to listen to. She had no emotion. She no. Was just like... It was. It was It was. It was like they put it in a 
Siri and just took away all the emotion. Yeah, from voice. Uh, it was so good. Uh, I guess if it, maybe if you'd like the show and you got a lot of where these characters came from, it'd be better, but I didn't. And it's funny that you went from an eight to a six because on my paper, I went from a seven to a six to a five star. <laughs> exactly. As we talked about it. Right? Yeah. Five stars. Okay. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, five stars is some decent story games in my, but I just don't think it did anything special. And no. not knowing the characters or caring about the characters. I didn't care about any of them. Yeah, they didn't go into any detail with yeah. who they were or anything. You had to know or else you didn't know. I mean, the most interesting one was Sid the Dummy, and I definitely didn't care about him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was definitely a situation where if you're a fan, like, they assume you're a fan of the series. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. I would have never even known this game existed. I completely forgot. I own it and forgot it existed until, uh, I should say this was a fan recordation. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a fan. I'm going to go find the fan and give them a shout out. But anyway, uh, like you were saying. Yeah, uh, well, that's what I did. Five stars. Anyway, Papa Scotch, as you're trying to find that, I'll stall for time a little bit. Would you play this game now that you own it? Like, <laughs> you realized you owned it. Did the story work for you as a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan? And uh, how many stars out of 27 would you give this game? Under careful consideration. Thanks. Thank you for asking. Uh, shout out to Subspace Gaming YouTube channel for recommending it. Oh, nice. Ooh. Would I play it? I don't think I would play it just because it's dated. Yeah. The story, I'll say this. The story didn't make me want to play this game. But it kind of did make me want to go back and watch some Buffy. I almost started watching Buffy because <laughs> how could yeah. that come on? That game made you want to start watching Buffy. No, I was like, ah, oh, Sarah Michelle. Gellar. It could. Uh, what good has she done? I think they. Wild I think things. they did a good job of getting the feel of the show and putting it in the game. Did it make me want to play it? So we'll finish that. We'll say no. It. It didn't. It made me want to watch more Buffy. Uh, did the story work for me? I think it's like just a slightly more ridiculous episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is already a little well, I mean, bit ridiculous. If it makes you want to watch the show, I think that kind of was the point of the game. Yeah. That's a good point. You're right. The marketing And then the more anyway. the more show I watch, eventually I'm going to finish with the show. Yeah. I'm going to need more Buffy, right? Yeah, exactly. The only way to get it is to get this or this. It's never-ending cycle. <laughs> yeah. Then I need to watch the show again. <laughs> I mean, I thought the story was pretty, pretty boiler, pretty Buffy stuff. Um, the only thing I didn't really like about it was like it was very fan service, mm-hmm. which sometimes gets to annoy me because it's more of like a, hey, look over here. Remember this guy rather <laughs> than a like an actual addition to the story where it makes sense. Like if if someone in the Laura Buffy dies and then gets transported to the I don't know, the pillow dimension. <laughs> and then later they have an episode where they go to the t- pillow dimension. They run into this person. Sure. But this was very much like a, a fan service. Hey, look here. Look at this character. Remember this person? Is, aren't they great? Yeah, there was no need to put a fucking ventriloquist dummy in this. No. No, it was just because people, people like that him. character. Yeah. Uh, he was very charismatic, but I get like, why did it have to be in the dummy? Why couldn't he have just been his original self as a slayer? Yeah, seriously. Put him in the dummy. And, uh, whatever. So story, classic Buffy style. A uh, little over the top and ridiculous, even for Buffy. Uh, I don't think your your guys, even as a fan of Buffy and watching a lot of the show, it fits great within the canon, but it's still not that great of a story. <laughs> so, uh, as far as score goes, I'm just I'm gonna give it a ten. All right. Well, you got the nostalgia glasses. Yeah. Oh well, it's the nostalgia glasses, and the story might be better if you know the characters better. <laughs> True. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense if you know the characters, and just 
I mean, it gets a 10 just because they really captured the feel of the show. Okay. Something that didn't matter to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's not even like a factor for you for you guys. So why would you give it bonus points yeah. for that? So I'm going to give it a 10. That gives us a total score of 21. Ooh, second highest game this year. Blackjack. Uh, just to give you guys a little example, two, three recent episodes where we did 21s. <laughs> uh, we got Titanfall. Okay. Was it 21 back in September 21? Uh, the Suffering that ties that bind, the sequel to The Suffering, was also a 21, which had almost identical scores from all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Except you guys, I, I gave it a 10, you guys flipped the 6 and 5. Oh, weird. Nice. And then uh, Dragon Guard was also a 21, oh. and that was back in November of 21. Dragon Guard had the big babies, though. I don't know how it only got 21. It wasn't stupid enough. I guess. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, overall, I mean, if you're a Buffy, but real big Buffy fan, this is, might be a fun little thing to add to the canon. Uh, if you're not a Buffy fan, no real reason to. No. Anyways, so on that note, let's go into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist 90s album Lock of the Week. Dr. Scientist flashback 90s album of the week. Yo, that was good. <laughs> you should definitely clip that and just run that at the beginning again. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Chumslap ever sang that well in his life before. Probably not. Okay, I'll. I'll uh, just delete my bullshit. I just. <laughs> and, uh, no, make that louder. <laughs> yeah. You need some beatboxing. Okay, I'll throw some beatboxing behind right. it. Anyway, so every week, Doctor Scientist picks a ninety albums recommendation, sends it our way, and uh, we enjoy reminiscing the one week we did this so far. So anyway, <laughs> Doctor Scientist, this week, what do you got for us? Well, uh. I got an album that was released on February 23rd, 1999. 99? Yeah. February 23rd, 1999. It was uh, by an artist who famously lost the final round of the 1997 Rap Olympics and then was discovered that way. And it contains the great lyric, women all grabbing at my shish kebab, bought Lauren Hill's tape so her kids could starve. That's Eminem. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Slim Shady LP. I wanted to pick the Marshall Mathers one, but that came out in 2000. I thought I could have sworn it was before that, but that was yeah, that was definitely Bush era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I. But it's a good album. I mean, well, some of it's hard to listen to now. 2022 years <laughs> oh, after the yeah. fact. But <laughs> well, 90s rap has a lot of f bombs. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of misogyny yeah. and uh, other stuff. Oh, in. Yeah. I see his music is described as horror core, so that kind of. Is it? That's what it's on Wikipedia. Like the Gravediggers? I guess. Hip-hop horrorcore. Because he does talk about I, a lot of killing people and stuff. I but. guess. But, but there's no. other songs, too, where he talks about growing up in Detroit. Yeah. Doesn't he say a whole bunch of stuff about killing uh, his ex-wife or yeah, something who like that? who was his wife at the time. And that Stan song where he's killed. That's not on that album. That's on the next one. That's the one I wanted to do. Oh, uh, okay. This album's this not is bad. My Name Is and yep. shit. Mm. It has My Name Is. It has Role Model. Holy shit. Brain damage, guilty no, conscience. Purple pills? No, no, that's not on it. 97 <laughs> Body of Clyde is one where he brought his daughter into it. Oh, and my had to make God, the baby noises. man. But I, it also has a... I haven't listened to that in close to 20 years. It's also the... Well, listen to it again this week because it... I might have to. Because, uh, But it has the one where he's like, I didn't, I didn't mean to give you mushrooms, girl. I didn't mean <laughs> to bring that, that song's on it. <laughs> Oh, wow. And the, the quote that I did is from a song, Come On Everybody, where he, he does that. It's a good song. He's like, this is my dance song. I used to like this. 
It's it's not it's good. I, I mean, don't know it's still if I can get back into it, but I'll I'll you give it a shot. Just listen to it for the week. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to. Fair enough. I mean, I I enjoyed listening to uh, ne- never mind, never mind this week. So yeah, for real. Switch it up yeah, and go to point. the end of the '90s and take on another huge thing that it just exploded out of nowhere. Yeah, totally different genre. Yep, but still influential enough. Absolutely. Uh, before we even get into the next segment, I do want to tell you guys. I found the week that Jeepers Creepers 2 was number one. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Actually, now I need okay, to know. Okay, so number two was Freaky Friday, who okay. had been on the chart for five weeks. That makes sense. Uh, number three is the game, the, the game, the movie Open Range, the cartoon one that's been, was out for three weeks. So there's nothing out. That's why. <laughs> I don't, I don't see anything else that has been out one week. The other, the next, the one that had... The movies that had been released the week before were The Medallion, which I think was like Jackie an action Chan. movie. I don't remember. Was that Jackie Chan? Sounds, I don't remember I think so. Yet. And then the other movie that opened the week before, My Boss's Daughter. That was That's Ashton a- Kutcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn, you know a lot of these. I know a lot about movies, but... <laughs> you see a shitload of movies. But yeah, that was what was going on that week. Anyway, that quick moment aside, let's move into our favorite segment of every week, which is... Sir Chump Slaps. Who would win in a fight? We got this corner versus that corner. Ding, ding, ding. Let's get Let it on. Damn it. <laughs> uh, every week now, we're asking Sir Chump Slap uh, a couple questions of who would win the fight. And we're going to do one with the game we just talked about. We're going to do one in the gaming realm. And we're going to do a matchup from history. Nice. So, for the game, uh, the only real serious fight we're talking about here is champion versus champion now knowing nothing about the series <laughs> who would win the fight faith or Buffy? Uh, well faith looks like she actually has some ma- magic powers does did she, could she control the dark arts or anything or was she just i don't remember she got into some evil shit after she started killing people and basically her whole thing was she knew she was a slayer so she was like the rules don't apply to me and she was kind of a badass anyway yeah I think she would win from not knowing she, anything about it. She just did seem like a more of a badass. I, I think it also would have been safe to say Buffy because the show's named after her. But And she did think, kill the fucking the Ripper at the end. That's true. But I feel like Faith would fight dirty. And Faith killed Callisto or Kakisto or whatever. So She did. They both had hard fucking fights. It's a, it's, this is a heavyweight bout. Yeah, no weapons. I'd go with Faith. Weapons, probably go Buffy. All right, Buffy fans, we'll fucking get out here. Yeah, tell me, and, tell uh, me why I'm wrong. <laughs> tell them why I'm wrong. I dare you. Second matchup. Uh, this is one I'd been kicking around for a little bit, and I always kind of wondered this, and I'd love to get your take. But from the his, like from gaming in general, mm-hmm. who do you think would win, Ryu, Street Fighter Two fame, uh-huh. or Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat? <sighs> Liu Kang has fire. Ryu has fire. force, doesn't he? Well, that's like a fireball. Yeah, but it's it's not. It's it's like a blue hot fireball. It could be. I don't know. It's yeah, some kind of power. Could, yeah, well, yeah. if it's fire, well, then it's Ryu because it's blue and it's hot. <laughs> it's hotter than Liu Kang. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's math. But that's Liu Kang could turn into a fucking dragon. He can. He also kills people. Yeah, Ryu just knocks him out. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to go Luke. I think Luke Kang has more powers. I've never seen Ryu do the fucking bicycle kick across the screen. Yeah, I, yeah, but 
I mean, I don't know their stats. I didn't go this nerdy into it, but I think Ryu's a significantly bigger guy. Oh yeah, he's got more body mass. Like if if Liu Kang is their Bruce Lee analog, like he's definitely smaller than Ryu. Yeah, you're right. Ryu could just do one of those fucking force uppercuts and pro- probably knock Liu Kang off the the pit. So, but Liu, Liu Kang fought people who wanted to kill him. Yeah, Liu Kang. All the time. Like, Liu Kang killed Goro and fucking yeah. Shang Tsung. I don't know. It's I, I don't think there's a right answer here. Yeah, I don't I think, think so both, either, but I... They're both pretty tough. I'd probably go with Liu Kang, because he does... I think he'd have the speed, too, because Ryu is bigger. But I'm just going to definitely go with the turn into a fucking fire dragon and bite your body in half. So That's true. Or he can drop an old Mortal Kombat game on you. That's true. He does that. <laughs> he does. Do that. <laughs> I forgot about that. So that's your that's your final answer. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Liu Kang, just because Ryu doesn't have any fatalities. Yeah, as, I've never seen him kill anybody. As Ryu's dragging uppercutting machines out of the sky. Yeah, he's got to fight the dragon off. Yeah, he can't you're not gonna. But happen. let me ask you this. Okay. How many cars has Liu Kang punched? I was thinking that too. Significantly fewer, I'd say. Yeah. He he never beat up a car or. Broke as many bricks as he could, but that was the dumbest fucking. <laughs> I mean, it was simultaneously the dumbest and best mini game. Well, you gain ever. life that way, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a good way and to get your life on the back. Arcade. Yeah, punching the fuck out of. It. For those of you that don't know, uh, in Street Fighter Two, it might have been any of them. Yeah, it was probably Two, the one that they came out with like sixty-six versions yeah. of. Yeah, the as you're playing through the game, beating your opponents, eventually you get to like a little break, like little mini game segments. And there's one where there's just a fucking, I don't even know, a fucking Ford Taurus that you beat the shit out of. Yeah. And like punch it until it falls apart. Mm, it's good stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. So then the last one from history. So this is also celebrities, I should say. Mm. Uh, and we're going to go with two heavy hitters these days. I really think for the history ones, I was going for people you definitely know. And I know you know these two people. So, okay. Taylor Swift versus Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Taylor Swift's a fucking twig. Katy Perry's got some heft to her. She can. She's probably taller too. I don't know. Do we have? I'll look up. Heights? I'll look up heights. Yeah. But you, you keep. Do they have arm span? I, I'd say she's got weight. She's got more weight to her, right? Taylor Swift is Taylor five eleven. Oh, really? Five eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's Katy Perry, 5'7"? Let's look it up. How about shoe size? Start searching for that. <laughs> oh, Katy Perry's 5'7". That's what I said. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you didn't know. <laughs> That's a four-inch difference. But I see what you're saying. I, I just, if you're asking me, uh, I think you should consider Taylor Swift. She's got some, you hear the, some of those ballads? Like, she's got some rage back there. She does, but I'm talking apparently like she's been purely physical. She's been hurt by 95 different boyfriends. Who hasn't? So I know. <laughs> but no, I don't know. She just looks like a twig. She looks like she'd be easily snapped in half. But I'm sure she works out and shit too, though. Oh, definitely. Either of them are like 12 raised nine. in bad environments or like places where they'd fight a lot of people or yeah, get tougher. They're, they're not, not like fucking million dollar baby or nothing. <laughs> I mean, I would like to see the fight just because, I mean, they're both performers. They're running around stages while singing. Oh, like they yeah. They both got... They're Good both cardio. fucking, yeah, they both have the cardio. Like, this is going to go to, like, round 11. Yeah, we should bring back fucking celebrity deathmatch. Death match, yep. That's basically what this is. We're trying to pitch that we can come up with the right matchups, so they should I think hire us right. to write it. 
But uh, I don't know. I'll go with brunette over blonde. Just barely. Just I like, I like barely. that. I like right, it. Well, there you go. So you picked in the face, Faith versus Buffy match. You picked Faith. Brunette. Brunette. Ryu versus Luke <laughs> King. Brunette. You picked Luke King. Yep. And then in Taylor Swift versus Katy Perry, you ki- you picked Katy Perry. Yeah. Well, let's say uh, somebody had like, a, I don't know, 15 to 20, 30,000 words of why Buffy would beat the shit out of Faith. And it's not even a question. Where could they send that email to, Sir Chumpslap? You can send that to Papa Scott chat. <laughs> hey, I was thinking the exact same <laughs> uh, You can send it to plotytime at gmail.com. I doubt I'd read any Buffy 30,000 words, but uh, I don't know. Maybe. You might be that bored once. Yeah, you throw a little compliment in the beginning. I probably <laughs> <laughs> Catch him on the right day. Yeah. He'll do it. But let's say they want to get to us faster on the socials about why Ryu uh, is a master of force powers. And how we would easily kill Liu Kang and how Taylor Swift actually knows judo. Where could they get to us faster on the socials, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter, and you can stop by the Reddit, the Plotty Time subreddit, and talk to us there. Yeah, start a thread. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. You can also go to PlottyTime.com, buy some sweet fucking merch that we had to change the logo for legal reasons. Or, <laughs> or the new t-shirt. <laughs> or the new t-shirt that we yeah. just put up. Uh, we, we we talked in the previous episode about making a T-shirt. We probably should have led with this. We'll lead to it. We'll lead with it next week, uh, where we discussed <laughs> soaking or derfing or marinating <laughs> or marinating. Which yeah, look that up. That'll be fun. Uh, so that new shirt, derfing instructor, certified by Plotty Time, and on the back saying "Ride the Wave." That's available in the store right now. For it's available in a hoodie too. I think. Well, it will be available in a hoodie by the time this is aired. So, uh, so with that being said, also you can go to YouTube, like and subscribe. There, it really helps us out. But with that being said, uh, we love you. Don't trust Doctor Scientists ever. Play some video games. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.